Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Stafford joining you with Oilers Now, along with Brendan Escott, the late great prince born on the state back in 1958. This is Oilers Now. For our title sponsor, World of Spas, aching after a long day, World of Spas offers tubs designed with your relief in mind. Rest, recover, and relax with World of Spas, Alberta's number one swim spa dealer. Visit worldofspas.com. Coming up on today's show... Uh, we're going to hear a clip or two from Frank Saravalli for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta in the first half hour as we go into the Oilers Now Audio Vault. Mark Spector will join us at 12.35 today for Wow Factor Desserts at 105. Former general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning and the man that started Octagon's player agency, Brian Lawton. And at 135 to help us make sense and maybe there's greater clarity even just now uh, with what the Los Angeles Kings did yesterday. Puckpedia's uh, uh, Hart Levine will join us. Um, if you've not heard, we might as well say, hey, we'll get it. It's our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling, you need to get it with no payments and no interest for a year. That's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. The uh, LA Kings, Brendan Escott, as we head quickly into NHL today for elite promotional marketing, NHL today and our friends at Elite Promotional Marketing, your local branded merchandise specialist, head to ElitePromoMarketing.com. About 15 minutes ago, the LA Kings signed a significant defenseman. Yeah, picked up Vladislav Gabrikov from Columbus at the deadline last year and have now re-signed him for two years at $11.75 million. Pretty significant dollar figure there in that they moved exactly that amount out yesterday, right? Yes, they did. They moved <laughs> They moved the money out yesterday in a three-way deal uh, with the Philadelphia Flyers. The Flyers took on a couple salary dumps. Basically, that's what it ultimately uh, amounts to with Cal Peterson, the goaltender. Sean Walker's uh, probably a third-pairing right-shot defenseman at this stage in his career. He's kind of through some injury issues as well. And for that, they got a number one and two number twos um, in a confluence of events by trading out Ivan Provorov to the Columbus Blue Jackets. The um, Flyers made it appealing to Columbus by eating a little bit of or uh, the Kings made it appealing to Columbus by eating a little bit of money. Uh, so... 
there has been some developments, and I know there's been lots of discussion around town. What about Carter Hart? Carter Hart, of course, out of Sherwood Park. And uh, I'm going to get some thoughts from you. You can text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted. 143rd Street, 111th Avenue, or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. I like Carter Hart, but to me... There's not a fit there. Like, the Oilers have Stuart Skinner. He's roughly the same age. Uh, Hart's had some ups and downs. That said, the Flyers and stages have been porous defensively. Edmonton has Jack Campbell. They basically have $7.6 million committed in goal for the next three seasons. So for me, and I get there as many of you out there that are going to text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line and say, hey, stop, the Oilers got to do this. They got to go get a deal for Carter Hart. That's not the player that I would target from the Philadelphia Flyers. Brendan, what about you? I don't think so at all. I, I'm a Travis Konechny guy, I think, as much as you are. Absolutely. Like, he, to me, it, he brings to the team what they don't have right now, and that's that, an energizer bunny, a real pest, sort of lower down the lineup if you need him to be. Second line right wing, he's got two He's got two years left at $5.5 million, and I wonder, and it's not sexy. Okay, now, do I think there's a possibility the Oilers can make a significant trade in the offseason? I do. Because I think that there's teams out there willing to wheel and deal. Now, do I think it could happen? Yes, it could happen. Will it happen? Eh, probably. I, I could foresee a scenario where the Oilers get a couple mid-range forwards. One of them ends up in play, be it Yamamoto or a Warren Fogle. And you're looking, I mean, there's a price point with those guys and there's different mechanisms. And you've got a player that's ready to play in Dylan Holloway that you need to commit to in your top nine. So what I see with a guy like Konechny that might make sense for Edmonton is a in-season deal. So let's just say, hypothetically, we know the orders are coming back, we think, with Skinner and Campbell in goal. Uh, if there's no changes to the defense, and remember the defense last year, ninth in the NHL, after they got Matthias Ekholm, the team defense and goals again. So let's just say Ekholm and Bouchard. By the way, Bouchard will be bridged. I think we all know that. Uh, Ekholm and Bouchard, Nurse and CC. I mean, what do you got better at $3.25 million than Cody CC? I mean, if we get the Cody CC from two years ago, that was a good signing. Or a couple years ago. Last year, he had a tough year. Uh, but Nurse and CC, Ekholm and Bouchard, and, and then you've got DeHarnay, who they've been bringing along. Kulak, who was very good for you in the playoffs. Probably need a number 7D, preferably a right shot. That allows you to play Broberg to start the, uh, the season in the minors. Now, there's a train of thought out there that, oh, wait a sec here. you got to, you know what, or get off the pot with Broberg. And that's a fair argument and a fair assessment to have. I guess time will tell in that regard. And then up front, we know the Oilers have the big five, and they have as good a big five as there is of any forwards in the league. I mean, you got McDavid, Drysaddle, Nugent Hopkins, uh, and Hyman all over 80 points last year. Kane, obviously, injury, uh, you know, th- was injured three separate times. I think it's fair to say he's a good bet to bounce back. Where is Yamamoto going to be in the mix? Well, the problem is in a flat cap world, you got to produce, and who knows? Uh, there might be an opportunity for him elsewhere. We'll have to wait and see what happens there. Fogel like Yamamoto in that two point seven five to three million dollar range. Okay, uh, now played pretty well in the playoffs with McLeod, who's probably going to get a two or three year deal, and Derek Ryan. I, I I could see Ryan back not at one point two five million. I think for the Oilers, hopefully the Costin comes back because I think a lot of us liked what he brought. Um, 
it's going to be hard for Bukestead to return because I think he's going to get $2 million a year somewhere, and the Oilers have a limited cap space, and I could see Yanmark back as well. And then the Oilers signing a, a center at 800000 to a million bucks. If it's me, it's the right shot. So what about Konechny? Well, connect if you if you manage the cap well and you're accruing during the year, could you make a deal for connecting at the deadline? And then you've got them for two playoff runs. Under the auspices that the cap will go up for next season. And to me, Konechny is the better bet. The Flyers, I'll tell you, if I'm Daniel Briere, the one guy in Philadelphia I'm not trading is Cutter uh, Goche. Okay, he looked pretty good. He's got. Did you see him in the World Championships at all? He's got some bite in his game. He's not a timid guy. Yeah, I heard about him. I didn't watch any of their games, but I heard about him, which means something to me. Uh, certainly, he was a fifth overall pick last year. Yeah, yeah, he was. He was. He was up there. I mean, it was a. It was a little bit of an odd draft uh, last year. I mean, you you, you had Slavkovsky make the late run, and I think it's fair to say, uh, you know, if you take a look at. Slavkovsky meeting the late run in the draft to catapult to the number one spot. Nemich, I think, will be on New Jersey next year full-time. We know that Logan Cooley is not going to play uh, for the Arizona Coyotes this upcoming season. Shane Wright bounced around. Probably going to be in Seattle next year. Uh, Cutter Gauthier uh, was the fifth overall pick, played at Boston College last season and had 16 goals, 37 points in 37 games, and then went and played... uh, in the world, the, the world juniors, where he had four goals and ten points in seven games, so he's very good there as well. He's a big kid, could be an exciting guy. I mean, not you know, in a lot of regards. I mean, Slavkovsky played the most games at thirty nine. It was a fairly quiet um, impact from a lot of Owen Beck got into a game. We just saw him with the Peterborough Pete's with Montreal as well. I think he's a little ways away. Um, bottom line here, I think Philadelphia doesn't have anything that's nailed down specifically in terms of, hey, we must keep these players that are currently on our roster. Brendan, I'm with you. It makes for boring radio, but the guy I like is Konechny, and he is a second-line right wing that would be, to me, he's a better version of Tyler Bertuzzi. That would be the target for me from Philadelphia, and I think Philadelphia is going to be wheeling and dealing. I think I think Pittsburgh might be a team to watch. I think Toronto might be a team to watch. I could see Calgary. I could see the Chicago Blackhawks adding some players here just to enhance the experience for Connor Bedard because they're going to be adding a pretty good player in him, but they don't have a lot of money committed if you take a look at their uh, cap situation. So obviously Columbus is looking to upgrade their team. I mean, they got Provorov and Rorensky. I mean, that's two pretty good left shot defensemen uh, that are that are playing there. So they should be excited about uh or wait a sec, uh, Lorensky's righty. But anyhow, they're, they're, they've, that's two pretty good defensemen. Those guys went one pick after another, I think, back when... Was Lorensky at 2015 as well? I think yes. for some reason he was. Yeah, I think so. He, he went eight. So Lorensky is a lefty uh, and was injury-plagued last year. So you take a look at the left side of their defense now between Provorov and Lorensky. That's a nice start. It's pretty good. Like, you know, that's 40, 44, 45 minutes a game. They still have Boquist, who has offensive ability but plays like a rover. Remember him? Remember when there were some people wondering whether Edmonton should have keyed in on him in the draft? Yeah. 
I have a scouting report from another organization sitting on my phone. They left it at the Combine, which is currently taking place, by the way, in Buffalo. I won't say which organization, but it was. Uh, I ended up with about 60 reports. So the Oilers had the 8th pick, and Chicago that year had the 10th pick. Uh, and ended up taking uh, Adam Boquist 10th that year and then moving him in the deal for Seth Jones. Let me ask you this. Is it nice in some ways not to have to be at the draft yes. combine this year? Oh, at the combine, <laughs> yeah. Because you know what it means? It means that your team... We're all frustrated. Everybody right now in Edmonton, like the people are listening to the show, because some people have tuned hockey out altogether. Like I know guys that are working in the league that are like, I'm not watching the Stanley Cup final. And I'm like, well, we're hosting a show for two hours a day. We kind of got to watch the games. It comes with the territory. It. I will tell you this right now, Brendan. For me, it kind of cheeses me off that I'm, I'm looking at what Vegas has done here. I thought that could have been that could have been Edmonton. You outshoot a team seventy-five to fifty-three in games five and game six. They didn't get a lot of calls in those final couple games, but at the end of the day, Vegas was marginally better than them in the regular season, and they were marginally better than them in the playoffs too. Edmonton has to learn from it and work exhaustively to improve the organization. Little things, you know, we've discussed this before. It can't be in a situation where you have two defensemen that are on one-way deals, Slater Cuckoo and Ryan Murray, and you don't have access to those defensemen as potential call-ups as veteran guys. you got to sign guys that have shown the capacity to stay healthier and be legitimate options for you. Like, if it's me, I have Broberg in the minors. I'm signing a real veteran number seven defenseman, preferably a guy with a little bit of size. Because I like having bigger, you know, Ken Holland likes having trees. I agree with them. So I'd kind of like to see a six foot two, six foot three D that can that can defend, and that's the guy that jumps in when one of the top six in the back end gets hurt. So, but you look at Vegas; they had Ben Hutton in that role. He's a legitimate guy, a six foot three guy that they could sit there and incorporate their lineup and give some minutes to. That's you know play it. 300 games in the NHL. In the case of the Oilers, Cuckoo wasn't available uh, due to you know a, a personal situation, and then Murray seemingly was he was hurt last year in the playoffs for Colorado, and he was hurt this year for Edmonton as well with some back issues. So I'll be intrigued to see what the Oilers do because for me, I have a seventh guy up here in Edmonton. Then I have Broberg and Niemalainen in the minors. They need a right shot guy as well, a veteran right shot guy in the AHL that's got you know like. Alex, uh, Alex, Alex Petrovic. It now goes by Petrovic. He used to be Petrovic. There's a guy from, I mean, you look at the season that he had playing for the Texas Stars. Now, he's playing in Austin. A lot of guys like playing in Austin. So he might be re-signing there. So, you ever been there? No, but this seems to be like the new Nashville. Oh, yeah, it went it's, from Vegas to Nashville. Now everyone loves Austin. Everybody loves Austin. Well, you know, there's a lot of people out there, Brendan, that didn't like what was happening in some of the West Coast cities. Seattle, Portland, oh, Portland, wow, Los Angeles. There is even, you know, and so there's a lot of people that relocated to Texas, and there's going, here's where you're going to get, you know, the lefties out there making fun of those rednecks. But Austin is an amazing city. It's a pretty cool place. San Antonio has some very nice parts to it as well be a nice fit for the NHL or Houston one day. I mean, hey, they're in the NBA. Would be, you know, are are we going to see Salt Lake before that? 
Let's hope Arizona moves at one point to either Salt Lake or Houston and San Antonio. Well, you know, I, I think it'd just be better for everybody involved. So here's what we'll do. Let's get into NHL today. Uh, it is... Or sorry, no, we did NHL today. We'll go well, into I'll the... give you the rest of the update. We didn't mention that Darnell Nurse is a King Clancy sure. finalist for the second consecutive year. Uh, he, along with Michael Backlund of the Flames, Anders Lee, captain of the Islanders there. And that one's for uh, leadership on and off the ice and having made a, a significant humanitarian contribution in the community. So congratulations to Darnell on that one. Of course, we've got the cup finals shifting to Florida, as mentioned, game three tomorrow night on 6.30, Chad. Six o'clock, Puck drop and yes Radko Gudis who did not return to that ugly uh, <laughs> feisty game too he will be ready to go for game three we mentioned Gabrikov re-signing and in the WHL Seattle trading Jerome Ginla's son Tidge to the Kelowna Rockets for a package including a first round pick next year Ginla was a, a first round pick what the year before he's yeah. a 2006 born so he's super young but we didn't really see any of them at the Memorial Cup no and there were some people that were predicting that this was going to happen. Uh, they they picked up a kid named Ashton McNally. His, his brother's Cade McNally, real tough yeah, kid. Yeah, I called Ashton's games when he was in Sherwood Park for a little bit. Spitfire, for sure. Yeah, and so he now he, he actually dressed, he didn't play much. Like, I think he had a couple shifts a game. But the fact that they ran with McNally instead of again, I think, headed us down an inevitable point there that, that there was going to be a trade in the WHL. I think that was a given. All right, I want to read this text uh, on the Ashley Fine Flores text line. Bob, the Culta Hockey has Hopkins, Nugent Hopkins, defensively atrocious in 2021, 22, and 23 playoffs and contributing to 17 goals the opposition team scored in the 23 playoffs. Skinner was sub-900 in the Kings series. Also, trade Nurse for Hellebuck and throw in Skinner in a draft pick. And, and I, What? Okay, I, I, I'll... What? Okay. Well, address the Nugent Hopkins thing, because I've seen a little bit of that out there. Specific to this year's playoffs, um, against Vegas, uh, Nugent Hopkins on the ice for five goals against an even strength. Uh, one goal against, by my count, and I, I just, you know, I had a secondary source do this that was neutral. Okay, we both agreed. One goal against with his prints on it for sure. Two goals against with some influence, but not completely his fault and blown coverage by other players. And two goals against at even strength that had nothing to do with him. So let's say one of the five that he was on the ice for against Vegas. Uh, Against Los Angeles, Nugent Hopkins was on the ice for seven goals against. And again, I had a neutral source do this. Uh, Three on the PK, one on the power play, three at even strength. At least four of these goals off atrocious breakdowns that RNH is not involved in. One goal against, you could have identified a man. That's it. Um, not sure. I got to tell you, I'm not sure. Again, I had a neutral person do this, and then I did it, broke down the goals. I basically had him at a goal in each series. That's where I'd say, okay, I could see people sitting there and saying, so, because we've I've seen a series of texts like this. Now Staples is not available to join us on today's show, so he's coming on Friday. I don't recall David writing that Nugent Hopkins was responsible for 17 goals against in the playoffs. So we're gonna have to talk and get some verification. We used to have a guy that just hated Nugent Hopkins. That used to Chris and Victoria used to text Reed and text me, and he hated R and H. We're gonna go to the Oilers now. Audio Vault for direct work where. 
which brings you women's workwear, women's only workwear store opening soon, just four doors down from Direct Workwear and Gateway Boulevard. You can check them out at womensworkwear.ca. And uh, Frank Saravalli gave us his impressions on the latest involving the Edmonton Oilers. I think that's pretty much exactly what the Oilers are thinking about at this exact moment in time is we know we have a good team. We think in some ways we underachieved this year, not just in the postseason, but also in the regular season. Um, You know, really until January or so when this team took off, Connor McDavid mentioned the the turning point, um, that loss when they got their doors blown off in L.A. Um, That... You know, up until that point, it you know it'd been a roller coaster. So the regular season could have been more smooth. Uh, the playoffs obviously left you wanting, and so the core and foundational pieces are there. The pillars are in place. Now it's about accessorizing. Now it's about uh, you know outfitting your ridiculous home with a a a, a man cave or a, a great sound system or something that is a really nice supporting piece to go along with you know one of the top houses on the market. There you go. That is Frank Saravalli for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta Live Thoroughbred Racing Fridays and Saturdays at Century Mile. A uh, reminder that you can reach us on the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. The Outdoor Night Market and Entertainment Showcase returns to the River Cree August 24th through the 27th. It's presented by Enoch Cree Nation. Get your tickets in advance at therivercreeresort.com slash nightmarket. It was packed for that last year. We will uh, head off to a global news weather traffic update with Randy Kelburn. Sportsnet spec Mark Spector when we come back on Winners Now.